and we try as uh, well every few weeks to catch up with the Darwin Port uh, to find out exactly what's going on out there. And joining us in the studio is the Darwin Port Operations General Manager, Ian Niblock. Good morning to you, Ian. Good morning, Katie. How are you, mate? I'm great, mate. That's Absolutely, good. yeah. Been busy, busy. Been busy, busy. Yeah, there's a lot going on at the moment. It sounds like it. I understand that um, Inpex have got their five hundredth export cargo. What exactly does that mean? So that was a combination of LNG, LPG and condensate, which is like a very fine crude oil, from both offshore and onshore. So onshore obviously here in Darwin, offshore at the the, Ixthes Field. And the Linden Pride, which is an LPG carrier, took their um, 500th cargo away from Darwin on the 16th. There you go. So, you know, I mean, big congratulations to Impacts because it's been done really safely. Mm. You know, it's a great success story and the port's really proud to be part of that. I'm surprised there hasn't been a bit more sort of fanfare or a bit more or maybe there has and I've just missed it. Well, I'm, I'm not sure, yeah. <laughs> I know that they um, they did some filming and what have you, yeah. so, um, but maybe they're, maybe they're saving it for a special day. I hope yeah, I, yeah. I hope <laughs> haven't ruined anything. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't. Hey, um, there is also a bit of work though happening out at the port at the moment, um, including the enhancement project at Ford Hill Wharf. So what exactly, like what work are you doing? Okay, so you can imagine Ford Hill Wharf is, you know, it's it's getting on a little bit. It's been yep. been there for a wee while, and the bottom part of it, the concrete, because uh, it's a piled structure with a concrete deck, it's in the splash zone for salt water. Yep. So the concrete over time will deteriorate. So what we've actually done is there's a big beam that holds the whole thing together, running down the front. Um, the whole 300 meters of that beam has been excavated away underneath in in small sections. All the reinforcing checked, um, new anodes installed, and yep. then reconcreted. Would people be able to? Even see that happening at the moment? Well, you wouldn't see that underneath the wharf, but on the mooring dolphin, which sits off to one to one end towards the naval base, people might have noticed there's been a lot of scaffolding around that, right. and we've done a similar job there. Yep. But we've also installed some um, much larger, larger bollards. They're the things that the ropes go onto mm-hmm. for the ships. So we've put um, big hooks on the on the mooring dolphin, and yep. we've put some bigger dolphin bigger mooring um, bollards along the wharf and that's really about future proofing it so the the concrete work is about protecting the infrastructure and then the bigger bollards is about bigger ships and making sure that we can have them alongside safely. I was going to say what is like how come the work is required is it just about making sure that if we do end up with you know with more ships arriving that we've got the capacity to deal with it? Well it is and it's about you know we've had inquiries um, from one of the cruise lines about a 360 metre long ship which is bigger than anything we've ever had before and of course they've got commensurately more windage Mm -hmm. Um, so it's about making sure that we can really handle those big ships and we can do that safely because you know a ship coming into port, they need to know that what berth they're on is safe and that it we can keep them moored safely. And so it sounds like the capacity for some of those larger cruise ships, when when they open back up or when mm. it opens back up, there's potentially. Absolutely, yeah, yep. yeah. We're, we're there and we when obviously we, we've recognised that we were going to do this work anyway, but mm. in some respects COVID's been helpful because we haven't had the big cruise ships and so we've been able to do this job un, un, unimpeded pretty well. Yeah, and you were telling me off air as well that there's, um, there's a new bulk mineral stockpile area and I said to you, I've got no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got what we, we've got a number of drainage ponds, and all of our all of our wastewater is all handled. But there's a yep. natural one which is affectionately known as Pond B. You know, yep. we're really creative with our names. <laughs> Sounds like and, it. <laughs> and um, and we're we're putting fill into that at the moment, and yep. ultimately that will end up as a nice level seven hectare. Um, area that has been compacted and then we can put a bulk mineral cargo for exports on top. So it could be iron ore, yep. it could be manganese. There's, there's a number of cargoes that you stockpile outside. Yeah, right. um, so it, it's just 
future-proofing again so that we, we know that there's a number of mines that are going to start exporting. Yeah. Um, so this is getting ahead of the game and making sure we've got space for them. And how have things sort of been going over the last, you know, the last 12 months or so, I suppose, when you talk about those exports? Because I know that COVID's had an impact in so many different ways, but it seems as though we've still been able to keep going with, with a lot of our exports from the Territory. Well, we have, definitely. Um, so livestock has, has been pretty good. Yep. We, we've noticed a little bit of a, a, an upturn in um, in containers at the moment, and that would be a reflection of probably a bit more activity. Huge number of cars coming through the port. Is you know, yeah, yeah, well, I guess people can't spend their money they're going not, on yeah, trips, yeah. so they're buying cars instead. Yep. So lots and lots of cars, that's been good. And then the two gas plants, um, you know, they both had maintenance periods, but they're still doing their normal numbers, uh, yep. back up to 100% capacity. So all in all, the, the biggest impact is cruise, cruise ships and the big cruise ships, because we've got domestic cruises at the moment, but um, the big ones are all yeah. um, are, are just delayed. And people are still making forward booking. But Has there been much discussion at this point in time, um, you know, about when they might resume those larger cruise ships? I guess it's so hard, isn't it? Because, you know, right at the start, um, they were, they, you know, there were, was real concern around those cruise ships. There is. So, you know, there's, there's still a federal government ban on international yeah. um, cruise ships coming in. Um, and until that changes, um, we won't see them. And then I guess that once that does change and we open up again, then it'll be about the lines having sold the cruises and then getting the ships back down here. Because a, a lot of them, they'll, they'll be in the Northern Hemisphere at the moment. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it will take time. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're confident that 22, we'll, we'll start to see big ships coming back. We might even get them t- towards the end of this year if we're lucky. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Ian Niblock, it's always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for coming in this morning. It's always my pleasure. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. That is the Darwin Port Operations General Manager there, Ian Niblock.